Hello and welcome to the May edition of Coordinator Corner, Westside Journalism's monthly recap podcast about what's been going on in the journalism hallway. I'm Will Eikenberry and I'm joined by the J Department's other two hallway coordinators, Ramya Iyer and Virginia Jansen. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing really great. Sad that it's the last episode, but it's, it's real sad for sure. Same here, but last one, best one. So let's make this a good one, guys. Got this. I like the positivity. Our graphic artist of the month this month is actually Ramya Iyer. So it's a little bit different than usual. I I know. I know. Thinking the same thing, Virginia. Who could this crazy graphic artist be? Would you like to introduce uh, yourself, graphic artist of the month? Okay. Can I say something? So yeah, I am one of the coordinators on Coordinator Corner, of course. So you might be wondering why am I making the graphic for this issue? Because we ran out of people. Well, yes, but the way I like to see it is, um, I'm returning for my, I'm returning to my roots because graphic design is what originally got me interested in journalism. Um, it was like where I started out uh, way back in eighth grade, those good times, middle school yearbook. Um, but yeah, it's like full circle now, and it's it's kind of bittersweet. It's going to be my last graphic for Westside Journalism, only not at all because I'm going to be working on a ton of yearbooks and spreads after this. But you know what I mean. It's like. It's symbolic, so I'm excited to do it. We're excited to have you doing the graphic. All right, so we're doing things a little different this month. We're going to go through and talk about all the different editors in the hallway for the 21-2022 school year, first for each of the publications, since we're recording this earlier in May, so there haven't been a ton of like stories published for the month yet. So right off the bat, for Wired, we've got Benjamin Cutler and Ava Van Gelder as EICs. Um, I've gotten actually the chance to see them in action um, towards the end of this school year, and they've been doing a great job so far. So I've been really impressed with them, and I cannot wait to see where they take Wired next year. Virginia, do you want to announce the EIC for Lance next year? Yes, it's Luke. Luke Steiner is going to be sole EIC next year. And I'll say managing also is Izzy Dodge and Kira Ginn. And just to add a little in there, we've brought back the in-depth editor, which is a pretty oh, cool. like, high bar with managing, and that is Charlotte Miller. So awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they create. And also, it's weird because this is the first time we've had one EIC for Lance in a long time, I feel like, right? The last sole EIC might have been Libby Celine. She might, that might have not even been true. She, I think she had a co-EIC, so it's been a long time. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what Luke does for sure. Rami, do you want to talk a little bit about your book and the EIC for there next year? Absolutely. So our yearbook EIC is Lily De Prima. Um, and I've just seen Lily totally like blossom over like the last few years that, um, you know, we've had her in yearbook. Uh, she started just like with writing and she, you know, really took to that. But um, now she's like designing spreads and doing really cool work with like graphics and layouts and just doing it all. And like, you know, it's your book is really, really t- difficult. Like sometimes like I wouldn't wish the you know worst parts of being in an EIC on anybody at times because, you know, with the stress of getting the book in. But like, I think she's like, if anybody can handle it, it's her. So excited to see what she does next year. For sure. For sure. Photo J, as far as I know, I reached out to Audrey earlier and positions aren't finalized yet, but we really wanted to make sure we recorded this before we are done. So we don't know those positions yet at this time. We do, however, know Sports J. So Jaden Taylor and Caleb De La Cruz will be the EICs for next year, um, the same as they are now. But they've done a great job so far, so I seriously can't wait to see what else they do. Like, it's 
I've been really impressed with their consistency and the quality of stuff they put out. So great job, guys. We're prepared to see you for another year. As far as Apollo, Virginia, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, I will gladly talk about Apollo. Elliot Evans was our the EIC this year with um, Natalie Gill being a EIC for semester. And next semester, it's going to be um, Matthew Swanson, who's a current staff member, and then Ella Kirkpatrick, who is actually on Lance, and she's moving over to Apollo. So that's pretty exciting. Rami, as far as WTV, our final one on the list, do you want to announce who the people are for that? Yeah, so for WTV, Aaron is returning. Aaron Mosier is returning as our executive producer. And we now also have Maddie Schlegel and Emily Jazza as our new co-managers. So they're going to be joining Aaron and like giving her that support for next year. It's really cool to see how WTV is going to organize themselves for next year. Because I think they've definitely really grown over this year, um, both in size and just like the way they approach things. All right, so something a little special I didn't tell you guys about beforehand for this episode is I wanted to go back and do something a little more casual and reflect on our plans as Holly coordinators going into this school year um, to see maybe some that didn't pan out, to see some we had in mind. <laughs> it's a little funny. I, I checked for the podcast. We were very ambitious, um, over ambitious, you might say, for our plans for the school year, especially considering the circumstances. So I just wanted to go back and read some off to you guys. I can send you the Google Doc now. and We can kind of talk about things that might have not panned out. You should still have it. It's called 2020-2021 Holly Coordinator Goals. Let's let's go through it, guys. Let's Yeah. Okay. Let's, Rami, do you want to read the first bullet point in the list there? Yeah. So our first goal was to paint all the walls one color and replace the wall of dreams and the hand wall. We did do some painting. We did. We did paint all the walls one color. I think that is one thing we actually were like really gung-ho about at the beginning is we we got the painting done in summer. It looked really good. And then what kind of happened was we didn't ever finish it kind of as the year went on, um, which was a little... We finished the painting. Like the walls are all painted, but to make it a nice looking room... We that... failed a little bit there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has... I think the black looks nice i think we did a good job making it a clean slate um but like i do i i do have faith in next year's folks um to you know like restore the j room like vibe that you know came with the chaos that was there before mm -hmm. we got to it, you know while still keeping it like clean and orderly like i think you can have both we just couldn't really crack it but yeah i think that's very true i think we, we kind of got rid of the J-Room chaos and then it came back a little bit when people started putting up snowflakes everywhere like half of the year. were so. iconic. I loved them. Okay. I, I was a little annoyed when the snowflakes were still up in like May but or in April. Are they still up? They're, they were, they're gone, Romeo. What happened to them? I have no idea who could have possibly taken down the snowflakes. In it was April. I'm sorry, guys. There's not even any snow was good vibes okay okay we can put up little suns or they can put up little suns it's not it's not a room anymore oh i guess the next thing we talk about we had a plan for the art wall just to put up frames on the wall and i think that was a really cool idea we just could never decide on frames to use so i think if they want to figure that out that's the the real deal breaker how to lay them out it's like Marin and I like tried to design options, but like it just we couldn't really figure it out with what we had. But I don't think we were too 
yeah, Virginia, maybe you should talk about the frames. <laughs> just like we had frames that were left over and some of us wanted to use them and then some of us didn't want to use them and some of us wanted to arrange them one way and some of them, it was just quite the adventure. It was a little chaotic and in not a good J room way and a more like bureaucratic way that was not fun. So we didn't end up going with that. So we didn't do the frames. If the people next year would like to figure out a way to do that as kind of a team thing, I think that'd be a great team bonding activity, especially with COVID. It was really hard to come in during the school. I think we have we have kind of an excuse, guys. The global pandemic was a little difficult to navigate, especially towards the beginning, but it's still funny to read through. And a lot of other stuff happened this year. True, that we had true. About when we made this list. <laughs> and losing a journalism advisor, I think kind of impacted our program a lot. So we can blame it on that a little bit. Yeah, we we definitely a lot of it. As far as things we did get done, I'm actually seeing the more we go down on the list. Um, we cleaned up the room a lot. I think behind the couches, the middle room, like the, the tables in there, it was really clean by the time we got done with it. I think that was something we did really well. So pat ourselves in the back, guys. We cleaned up those cabinets. We got the nitty and gritty done. Might have made us pretty tired, which is probably why I didn't, the rest of it didn't get finished. But we did clean that room pretty well. So good job there. Make a J-room coat rack. And this is something I don't know why we never did. Because especially in winter, it got real bad again. But if we could get a coat rack in that room, I think it would save so many people from losing coats and just leaving them in there the whole year. Do people lose their coats? I don't know. I feel like, well, don't lose them. But the coats just sit there like forever. Advice for people next year. Get a J-room coat rack going. I feel like it helped things out a lot. Oh, Rami, here's something you did do. We had graphics for the WHS Podcast Network. Yeah. We made a unification of the hallway as far as graphics are concerned. I still need to wrap that up and, like, you know, package all the graphics and a neat little, you know. With a bow. With a bow because I don't know if everybody has all the files they need for that for next year. But I do hope it sticks around. I know, like, the Lance is already using the logo quite a bit. Um yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about that, for sure. Here's where we get to the more ambitious stuff. As I scroll down, we had a lot of plans that were just probably not going to happen. I think <laughs> they're interesting, though. Um, originally, we had talked about doing a Westside Journalism Patreon account um, and setting it up so that every quarter people were automatically charged and we would like send lances to them and have a podcast where we discuss things in the hallway every oh, month. Wink. <laughs> wink. I wonder what that could have been. Um, and post updates that only they could see. That didn't officially happen, obviously, but we still did Coordinator Corner, which I think has turned out really nicely. Um, but it was just kind of a fun idea that we never really got around to just because the year kind of got ahead of us and we had a lot of things happen. So an interesting idea, if they want to continue that next year, we... We'll get into this a little later, but we don't have co coordinators, hallway coordinators next year. But I think they could still do like a really cool EIC podcast where it's kind of like a pub ed that's recorded, but for people online. So I think it'd be kind of cool to see. And then we get to the mandatory fun section of the list, which if you don't know, mandatory fun is like our bonding. That's what we call it. It was started by my mother. So hi, mom. You're listening, I'm sure. Thank you, Miss Jansen. That, um, but we had a lot of plans. We were gonna do like monthly mandatory fun. Which, how are we gonna do that in the global pandemic? I don't know. We obviously didn't. Then we were gonna have themes like Lion, Wild West, 
dress for the cafe express i don't know what that means (laughs) dress for the cafe express was such a good theme and i was so ready for it then we were gonna have music playing throughout the hallway (laughs) i thought so long and hard about all this we did christmas music sometimes like holiday music Mm -hmm. during the winter but that was just during the school we were gonna have more organized karaoke, which I love karaoke when at mandatory fun. We were gonna have murder a murder mystery game. I had most of that written and then the little pandemic hit, so that was annoying. And it's just a lot. It would have been a blast. It really does make me sad that that never ended up happening. Um, just because it was something I planned a lot around and then it's like, we really just couldn't do it. It wasn't responsible to do the whole year. So it's a little sad that we never ended up doing a mandatory fun, but. I don't know. In the end, I think we just gave some really good ideas in the future. If anyone's listening, make a, make a murder mystery mandatory fun. I want to see it. If Okay, if you do it and I'm still like Will Eikenberry on Instagram, please let me know. I would love to see what you create for this. As opposed to like what else, what would your new identity be on Instagram? I'm well, if, if I'm not, okay, if I'm not at Will Eikenberry, remember, yeah, just, just look up Will Eikenberry. I don't know, like tweet at me or something. I want to see this. I guess the final thing we can bring up we at the beginning of the year thought very long and hard about our mission statement and what we were going to say as far as completely forgot <laughs> spent, spent hours on this oh my gosh we did nice. we had categories oh. like super short short original potential revision question mark and long <laughs> and it was just all different mission statements that we never used do you want to read some mission statements we have for the hallway? I, I, I can take this one. Okay. Um, scroll down. So our super short version was, quote, unity and identity for the long term. Now, guys, <laughs> let's check like this. What are we trying to say here? What? I think what we were trying to say as far as, like, unification with graphics and stuff, unity was definitely that. With the people in the hallway, all we should be unified i think is what we were trying to say and the identity of having one west side journalism as opposed to like seven different publications i think is what we were emphasizing uh, as well yeah it's just yeah. so vague when you look at the super short version yeah and then the super long one is like absurdly long for a mission statement although i feel like we, we get more concise with points in there rami do you want to read that off or at least parts of it. Bits and pieces include to improve the culture of the hallway through renovations, um, to increase collaboration and in multimedia stories um, by you know incentivizing hard work, to familiarize elementary and middle school students with journalism, and to create a cohesive identity using the publication so they're unmistakably West Side journalism. And I cut a, bo- a bunch of that out. It was definitely much, much, much longer, but. I think we've done a little bit of that. Like, I think you can really say we've renovated the J Room. We kind of created a little bit of a cohesive identity. The multimedia stuff fell through, but that's something I was going to bring up later that I hope they do next year. I think with the situation we had, I don't think we did a terrible job. I don't think so either. Agreed. So I guess we had some mistakes. We got through it. We were a little overambitious, but maybe this is a lesson for people next year. Definitely think about what you're planning and make sure it's all realistic. And also account for global pandemics because they can happen. (laughs) As far as something you'll notice for next year that I wanted to make sure we brought up, there are no hallway coordinators. And I mentioned this earlier. Do we want to go a little bit into why that is and kind of 
maybe our reactions to it. It makes me a little sad, but I totally understand why. So start. So with this year, we had like an abundance of like upperclassmen who were ready to take on leadership positions. And the three of us were kind of ready to move, not move on from our own publications, but we weren't, we weren't taking those leadership positions and we're really excited about being hallway coordinators. But this coming year, you know, we're a lot of people graduating. There's a lot more like smaller staffs and there's just not enough people, honestly, population wise to have hallway coordinators. That's why they're not existing. We're, we're the last of the hallway coordinators, which is kind of cool, but at the same time, it's it's a little somber. So hopefully there is a podcast next year or something to kind of stay connected with the community. I think it's kind of a cool thing we've done this year, and I really hope that someone takes the torch. We'll see. I don't know, but I think it was a cool thing we did this year for sure. And then kind of our final thing I really wanted to bring up is our coordinator corner story picks for the future, because... Right now, there really aren't any stories up on the site that have come out in May. It's only in the first few days of the month. So I really wanted to say just things that we were personally excited for as far as stories people could create in the future or things we'd like to see for different angles for stuff like that. So I guess I can start unless you guys if you guys want to think about it or... How about you start and we'll like get inspired. <laughs> personally, I really want to see more multimedia on the site. And this is something I had written down on the doc that I think I even thought I was going to do more of and I never really did this year. Um, but not just podcasts, stories which kind of go the extra mile and are really well written, but also maybe have a photo element to them or have like an interview that is like a podcast which you can listen to. And it really kind of brings it all together and makes you feel like you're a part of the story. Um, I think a lot of things on Wired are really amazingly well written, but you don't see a lot of multimedia coverage where it's like a photo gallery and a story kind of together to give you like a better overall view on something and i think that's something that'd be really really cool to see in the hallway and would take more time granted but could turn out really really great so i would love to see more stuff like that next year i really hope more people take that opportunity especially because of how tightly knit the publications are yeah i love that and i kind of like my idea is kind of like tacking on to that um like my background is very much in like visuals and graphic design and we have some really really talented artists in the hallway um and for wired specifically um you know they're making these featured images or for lands they're making graphics that accompany the story but um i think like seeing some more integration where we have you know even more infographics or like um you know ways or you know formats like Will was saying where you know it's not just like a photo and a story would be really really cool because i think that's the future of media is um just diversifying how we consume content so yeah i'm just echoing what you're saying at this point but no, it's, yeah, it'd be really cool to see more of for sure <laughs> yeah so for me i mean i'm focused on lance of course well sure think back to all the ways that lance has changed and freshman year, we were just a newspaper, purely. And I loved it. I didn't see any problem. I, when things changed, I embraced it eventually. But I, and I think we gained a lot, but I think we also have lost a lot. A lot of our like real news stories, it gets lost in the, the cycle. Like we publish less and are we're getting new writers so we're just kind of getting back to that level of writing that was so high caliber when i joined and i really just want to see them blossom more so like 
towards the news aspect and keep the magazine part, but make sh- and but just keep flourishing in that way. So that's what I'm looking forward to. More hard hitting news stories with that, sure. Yeah. Well, awesome. I think we all had good responses. Thank you guys for ta- like tackling that really last minute kind of in depth question. That was kind of a big one to spring on you. And I guess in the end, I, we are just left for our parting words to coordinator corner. Is there anything you guys want to be remembered by? It's kind of, it's really sad. I feel like I've, I've loved this doing this podcast with you guys. It's such a fun monthly thing to do. It's just, it's weird for it to finally all be over. Huh. Closing words. I mean, you know, I've had fun. I feel like this whole year, like, I don't know if this is how it always feels like for every senior or if this is like partially because of COVID, but, um, you know, everything is kind of like ending unceremonious, unceremoniously, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys can relate, but like, it doesn't feel as final as I thought it would. But in some ways, I think that's a really good thing because I don't think anything should really be final. Like, I, I like to kind of leave things open-ended in a way. I totally agree with you there, Ramya. I feel like even like just picking college and stuff like that, it's kind of happened. It just happens. It isn't like this big ceremonious occasion like you might see in like a movie or TV. It just yeah. kind of happens. And it's really anticlimactic because in your mind, it's built up so highly. And you're like, oh, this is going to change my life. And it's like you do it and you feel the same afterward. It's like turning 18 or driving for the first time or anything like that. It doesn't really have this big ceremonious moment. Um, and I totally agree with you. It's like even corner corner. It's like this is our last episode. I should feel really, really sad. But it's like. I don't know. We're just recording it. So I don't know. It'll feel weird looking back in the future and being like, man, I was 18. I sounded really dumb saying that, but I don't know. It's it's just, it's a part of your life. Everything passes. Time flows through you. It goes fast. It's just, it's weird. Felt different if we were leaving the same hall that we entered, if that makes sense. Things have changed so much this year and it just, it's so different and an era is really ending not because we're leaving but just because c left k is leaving it feels like we're graduating with our advisors kind of so gonna change and i'm looking i think they're gonna still do great things but i'm sad i'm sad that no one will experience the same hallway that we did that was my home for four years and this is more journalism in in general in that coordinator corner which i had fun doing but (laughs) i I guess I'm sad to leave. I'm thankful, but I'm sad. It's been great being a leader. I, I, it makes me just wish I had another semester. <laughs> like, it makes me wish I could, at least with journalism. I'm done with school. No, no offense to my teachers listening. Like, journalism is a thing that I've, like, poured my heart and soul into, and it makes me sad to leave. But um, I, I, guess, I guess I'm in an interesting situation, because I will be coming back um, through the end of May just to work on yearbook and wrap up this branding project. Um, and so, but it's kind of interesting. Like I'm doing it because like, I care about my co and I, I care about the yearbook editors and Kay and I want to help as much as I can. But like, as far as journalism goes, I kind of feel done with it. Um, part of it is for personal reasons. I just don't think I'm like, going, like interested enough in journalism to pursue it in the future. And part of it is also um, because of just everything we've gone through this year. Uh, but, you know, it is all about, like, the skills learned and the memories and the experience and that. Yeah, Virginia, I, I totally agree with you about, like, feeling sad that other students might not get what we got. But also, I think it's just going to be different. And, you know. We can, we can only hope for the best. 
I guess that about wraps us up for our final episode of Coordinator Corner. So for the last time, as always, thank you for listening to Coordinator Corner. We can't wait to hear what you guys think of this episode. Please reach out to us while we're still at Westside if you want to say anything. But thank you very much. This has been a really fun experience and I'm, I'm happy to have coordinated along you guys this whole year. So bye, yes. guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Okay, and then Rami, really quick, we're going to be like, oh my god, Rami, this is this thing of the month. Sorry, I got so depressing at the end. I don't know why. <laughs> we all got really excited. I'm so sad. I said I'm sad like five times. <laughs> we got so existential. It's so funny. Um, if this is what AP Lit does.